When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hey you guys, welcome back to my podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode. I have a little bit of a cold right now, so if my voice is a little bit nasally or like different or like raspy than normal, that's just because I have a cold, so just ignore that. Um, But I'm super excited for today's episode. I also wanted to say that my one-on-one coaching is currently So I'm currently fully booked for the intro call. So you guys know I do my coaching. I take clients in influxes of every three months. So my next opening is this September. And then after that will be December. So this September, all of the spots for coaching are probably going to be filled based on the introduction calls that have been scheduled so far in August. And yeah, so if you would like to do coaching with me, plan to come in in December so you can save up some money to do coaching or, you know, um, plan for it in your life and whatever you want to do. But just know that my next availability after September is December. So you can just, based on that, just see, oh, every three months she takes in clients. So you can just do the math and just figure out when you would like to come into coaching. Also, subscribe to my YouTube. Everyone who listens to this podcast, go subscribe to my YouTube. I literally love YouTube and I'm going to start posting all the time. I have three videos posted and all of them are amazing. So go watch my YouTube videos and subscribe to my YouTube. And yeah. Okay. So let's start today's episode. We're really just talking about finances and men and what that looks like for you when you're dating. First of all, Don't get caught up in social media drama and think and internalize these beliefs and ideas that you see on social media. I know on TikTok all the time, there's all of this like traditional wife, stay at home mom kind of um, videos and content coming out all of the time now. And I think it's kind of confusing for a lot of women like, well, what should I do? What do I want? Right. So first of all, you have to check in with your own self and your own body and see what do I really want? And even in the beginning of my relationship with Jeremiah, I remember I 
he I was working a job that I really didn't like and so because of that he he allowed me to quit my job by paying our bills and making sure that everything was handled and so I was transitioning out of a job in the very beginning of our relationship and to me that was everything like that was everything to have a man that is really committed to providing for you and cares about you and respects you and values you enough that he wants to make your life easier that's really in everything all the conversations all that you're really you want to look for and all that you really should have a standard for is is this man looking to does he value me enough that he's looking to make my life easier? Does he value me and respect me enough that he's looking to make my life easier in whatever tangible ways that he can? As men, men do this if they're in their divine masculine, if they're fully in their embodied masculine, and or if they are very serious about you as a woman. So if he's lacking one of these two, right, if he's not very serious about you as a woman, he might not do that. And then that's a good information. That's good information for you to see, you know, oh, okay, he's not that serious about me. Therefore, I'm going to move on. Or if he's not in his full embodiment of his masculine, he might also not do that. These types of you know, gestures of caring about you and wanting to make your life easier. And therefore, you don't really want that kind of man either. So I think it really comes down to his character, who he is as a man, his values, and then also how deeply he values you. And a man not valuing you is not an opportunity for you to try to prove your worth to him. I say this all the time. All that it is is helpful feedback for you so that you can know, oh, okay, I'm not going to stay here in this situation with a man who's not really excited about me, not committed to me, doesn't really value me, and isn't 100% in on me. But in the beginning of my relationship with Jeremiah, I was very, you know, taken aback by how much of a provider mindset that he does have and how much he was so willing to step up for me when I needed him. And so, but in that, it kind of got we went through a little trial and error, right? Because in that period, I was kind of transitioning into exactly what I wanted to do, which was have my podcast, really establish myself on social media, be a women's coach, like do all of that kind of thing. And that was what my heart really wanted to do. But I was kind of perfecting that and stepping into that. So in that period, we kind of tried out this, you know, traditional more like I cook and clean in the house and he pays all the bills and whatever and when I tell you guys that did not work that didn't work for us it didn't work for me it didn't work for him I hated it I hated it so much I literally was like this is not me like I have a purpose and wait first of all before I even say this you can totally be a stay-at-home mom and cook and clean and you know your man pays all the bills and that is your purpose but I had a purpose outside of that that which is this and speaking and having my voice be heard by the masses that is what my purpose is I've always known it I have always been a leader and I always have wanted to um, share my insights and my wisdom and change the world. And that's just my purpose, right? So for me, I had a separate purpose for, from that. So I was trying to kind of contort myself to fit into this role that I thought was 
for me or I had to be in, right? And it just was not for me. So I say all of that to tell you guys, you know, really know what is for you. If the role that is for you, if your purpose, if you want to cook and clean and you want to be in the home and or have kids or don't have kids, but you want to be like a stay-at-home girlfriend or wife without working, then that works for you and then that is your purpose and what you want, right? I just say really find what you want and what works for you and what your desires are and then find a man who can meet you in that space who also wants what you want because just because a man, maybe a man wants you know, seven kids and you don't want any kids, okay, then you guys aren't compatible. So just know what you want, know what your desires are, know what really turns you on to life like not sexually but what really turns you on and makes you feel so excited and alive and purposeful and maybe that is um you know being a lawyer or maybe that's raising your children and cooking all their meals and cleaning around the house and making sure that you do that so purposefully and to the best of your ability and and that's your purpose and maybe your purpose is being a doctor or maybe your purpose is doing what I do, you know, so it really just depends and you just have to know yourself and claim and own what you want and what your desires are and then find a man that meets you in that. But even with that said, you still at a very much baseline, you want to have a man who has a provider mindset and who also very much genuinely cares about making your life easier, who values you as a woman. And really for men, it's about finding a man that knows how to respect and take care of a woman. And you want a man who has these types of qualities. And so on the first date, of course, he should pay for the date, of course. On any dates he takes you on in your relationship, he should be paying. If a man tries to make you split any date 50-50, you should run the other way because what that says is that he is not fully in his masculine, he's not serious about himself, and he's also not serious about you as a woman, or he holds these types of misogynistic beliefs or these really like nice guy beliefs, and you don't want a man in either of those extremes. You want a man who's fully in his embodiment of a mature masculine man who's excited to pay for you, who's excited to, you know, show you how much he cares about you and is committed to you and, you know, all of that. So you definitely want a man who pays for you in the beginning. And I also think with all of this said with, you know, knowing what you want, you also have to check your own self with your own limiting beliefs and your own wounds, right? So maybe like three or four or five years ago, I would have said, you know, I don't care. I can pay 50-50 with a man. That's what I want. That's what I desire. But the real reason that I thought I wanted that or I thought I was okay with that was because I felt unworthy. I had no standards and I also didn't really know what I wanted in a man. I wasn't yet really mature in my own sense of self. And so my desires and my wants and really what I was willing to accept was coming from this space of unworthiness or lack, right? And then there was another aspect as well where I felt deeply uncomfortable receiving. So I felt that it was easier to give and to pay and to provide financially because I felt very vulnerable and I was uncomfortable being vulnerable when a man paid for me. I think that 
it's very important to address your own limiting beliefs in these types of situations with this type of topic because so many times I think nowadays women will think that they want something or think that they're okay with something but the only reason that they're okay with that or they want that is because they have this deep sense of feeling unworthy or also that they're trying to keep a man by any and all means and so they will put up with a man paying 50-50 on the first date or not truly valuing them, not truly being excited to date them, not truly being committed to them because they just want to keep a relationship. They are desperate to gain validation outside of them. They're desperate to gain commitment from a man outside of them, right? So what you will put up with is really coming from this abandonment wound. So once you fill that space in yourself and you feel fully comfortable on your own, then you can really see, well, what do I really actually want? What pushes my edges? What actually puts me into my power and makes me feel so worthy and makes me feel in my feminine, makes me feel, you know, as the empowered feminine woman that I am? What does that look like, right? So even for me, I've talked about this in another podcast, which was that I felt very uncomfortable receiving money like I felt uncomfortable with Jeremiah paying for dates but I knew that that was my edge and I knew that that wasn't my truth it was just my own limiting beliefs and my own feelings of being scared around being vulnerable and so I would be scared for him to pay because it made me feel so vulnerable but I knew that about myself so I pushed myself in those ways to feel through those feelings of uncomfortableness uncomfortableness I think that's a word um to push through those feelings of feeling uncomfortable and just sit through it because what I wanted was to be in my receiving feminine fullness of that energy right so even though my my unworthy my feelings of unworthiness or my limiting beliefs or my wounds told me that i was uncomfortable with having a man pay for me my core and my truth was that that was what I wanted and so separating between those two things and identifying what is really my deepest core truth and what's just this surface level kind of wounded abandonment wound talking where I will tolerate this but it's not really my deepest core desire so I think all of that is really important but, but yeah, let's kind of go over finances in general, right? So I think that it's really important for a man to have a provider mindset. I think it's really important for a man to be excited about paying for you. I think it's really important that he's not resentful, but I also think it's really, really important to also a man who is not resentful and also doesn't hold it against you. You know what I mean? So no financial abuse, of course, not a man who uses it against you or is resentful for doing that. Just a man who's extremely excited and empowered to give to you in that way. But I also think it's really important for a lot of women to also make their own money. I think this is super, super important to have something that you can generate some sort of income from. I think when, even if a man is making sure that you're provided for like Jeremiah did, then you have more time to invest in actually what lights your soul on fire, right? So once I stopped working the shitty job that I was working because I didn't like it because Jeremiah allowed me to quit my job, 
I then was able to invest into my own business, into my coaching business, into my social media, into my podcast. I was able to invest invest more time and energy into the things that actually would sustain me. And I think that's really important. So if you have a man who has a provider mindset or is making your life easier with finances, I think it's still important to make your own money in some way and just have a little bit of funds at the very least to make sure that you have some money for yourself as well. However, I also think at the same time that if you vet a man properly, right, if you vet a man properly, which I think that a lot of women 99% of women, they don't vet men properly. So then the rest of this conversation can't even really be had because the baseline is that you have to vet an amazing man properly. You get an amazing, wonderful, healthy, loving, committed man who is a hundred thousand percent, you know, for you and will never harm you and will never cheat on you and will not leave you and whatever. From that space, once you have vetted this man, which is absolutely necessary. At the same time, I think that it is, there's something to be said around not needing this extra money, right? So I think that the reason that I say that women should have their own money is because 99% of women don't vet men. So they actually need that extra money, right? They need to make sure that they have their own sense of security. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. ...and financial security on their own. But if you do vet a man properly, no, I don't think it's necessary. For me, it's necessary because I enjoy working in my own purpose, right? There's a difference from working because you have to and then working because you desire to. I work because I desire to. It lights my soul on fire to do this. This really fills me up. So I work because I desire to. And then... From that space though, so for me, and this is what I was talking about in the beginning, just knowing what's for you and what's not for you. For me, I absolutely love making my own money. I love working from my feminine core and being in my purpose. I love having my own bank account and I love investing my money in stocks. Like I love this kind of thing. It just makes me feel really secure. It makes me feel really good. And at the same time, I know that I have a man that if anything happened, he would completely make sure that I was okay. 
And so that is like, you know, amazing. However, I think that you don't, once you have vetted a man properly, it's not necessary it, it, to have this kind of extra money, right? You know, I think that for 99% of women, it is necessary because they don't vet men. But let's say in my relationship, is it necessary that I had my own money aside from making it easier, easier for Jeremiah? Because then he, I get to buy all my own, you know, not all my own stuff, but my fun stuff. You know, I buy a lot of like clothes. And, you know, for me, I was talking to a girl the other day And she was actually on an intro call with me and she was saying that she, you know, is living at home right now. So she gets to spend all of her money on like, you know, coaching with me or clothes or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, I like, that's how I feel because it's not that I'm like living at home, but I get to invest all of my money into stocks and into savings or into myself because I know I feel very secure with Jeremiah as my partner. And I know that for him, it fills him up as well to be planning on, you know, the more long-term goals for us. But still me making my own money helps him because he then can invest his money into himself and into um, stocks and into his own savings, which, you know, at the end of the day benefits me as well. And so, yeah, so for us, that works. I make my own money. He makes his own money. And and yeah, but and I also take him on dates and stuff like I love taking him on dates. He definitely takes me on more dates than I take him on dates, but I enjoy sometimes taking him to, you know, dinner every once in a while or, you know, doing something fun that he likes to do and taking him there and I, you know, taking him to a movie every once in a while. Like, I I love that too. Um, And so, yeah, but I still think that, so in my relationship, say I didn't make any money and say that worked for me and Jeremiah. Like, I didn't make any money and I didn't um, work and I didn't like serve the collective and the world. Instead, I just served him as my husband and him and our children say, Um, I don't think that it would be necessary at all for me to have my own funds because I trust him completely. He would never leave me. He would never cheat on me. I don't need a backup plan. I don't need a backup plan. And, you know, once we're married, people will say, well, what if they die? Well, if he died, then I would get all of his savings and all of his money. So it would probably equal out of what I would have had anyway. So um, I think that it's not necessary unless you haven't vetted a man. It, But it's a desire and a want if that's your purpose. So it's really just about knowing the most important thing you can do is vet a man properly And then from that space, knowing what you desire and what you want. Also, it's really important that women start making marriage a requirement again. Literally, like women need to start making marriage a requirement if that's what they desire. A lot of women don't desire that and a lot of women do. And again, the women who do desire that need to start reclaiming that desire and making that something that's on the forefront of their relationship and that's stated very, very early on. And so 
even I think of my my grandma, you know, she and my grandpa divorced, but she has alimony for the rest of her life, right? Because she was married and so she gets, she's totally fine. She doesn't have to work. You know what I mean? So it's like we have to make sure that we are choosing the right man and embodying and, and claiming our desires. I think that's super, super important to just claim your desires as a woman and also to vet a man properly. But like I say, it's impossible to vet a man properly if you haven't done the work on yourself and if you're not completely comfortable being alone. I also think that the whole obsession with finding a man on it's just social media like we need to log off of social media and actually get grounded into real life and what we want and what our standards are individually as women right what my standards are is not going to look like what your standards are but you need to first of all see are my standards coming from a wound from an abandonment wound and from a feeling of unworthiness and then beyond that what are my real standards. But don't let social media fool you into thinking that you need to have a man who is making $5 million a year and that that's like, that's it. I think that social media on, you know, TikTok and on Instagram and all of these different platforms, it just, it really confuses everyone and I think that it's really important to just make sure that you are dating a man who's financially secure and within your own desires and price range like that's important every woman is gonna have different desires like for example there's women out there who want their man to buy them you know Chanel bags every week and you know Birkin bags and that's not me I don't want that. I don't need it. I don't want it. I would be so turned off by it. I only buy secondhand things and I don't buy leather. So that's not my fucking vibe. (laughs) And I'm not like that. You know what I mean? That's those aren't my values. Those aren't my desires. Those aren't my needs. Those aren't my wants. And so knowing what you want, what your desires are, like for me, I desire and my values are feeling financially secure as a couple so that we can travel so that we can have a nice house so that we can have modern things but live with like below our means almost but I like nice I'm very luxurious in a like simple way I feel like my vibe is like like minimalistic luxury like I love shopping everything secondhand like I don't buy anything firsthand even household stuff I thrift like all my plates all my utensils like everything so I like everything secondhand but I like getting facials every week I like having you know my nails done my toes done I don't get my man my nails my fingernails done I like you know buying myself nice clothes secondhand I like getting all my sustainable gold jewelry I like having my facials. I like having my massages. So it's not that I, you know, don't spend any money and whatever. It's just that knowing what your values are and what you want as a woman and then finding a man who also values those things and who matches you in that space, right? So above all, I think that it's very important that a woman should always be dating a man who's financially secure, If he's not financially secure, no, I don't think that you should, you guys should be dating. I think men who are not like financially secure shouldn't be dating. I think they should be focusing on themselves. And then 
once he has become financially secure, then from that space, you guys can date and you guys can, you know, whatever financially secure that looks like for him, maybe that's, you know, $3,000 a month, maybe that's $7,000 a month, maybe that's $5,000 a month, maybe that's $20,000 a month. As long as the man is financially secure and comfortable in his own finances and finances and in his his own self then I think it's totally fine but he has to be financially secure and also like you know just secure in his life overall you also want to be thinking do I want children I think for women this is probably the most important question because if you don't know like myself I don't know if I want kids I might not want kids I might later in life I don't know and so there's a book I'm gonna read called the baby decision but if you want kids if you're sure that you want kids you really want to be focusing on finding a man who's a provider has a provider mindset and you also want to be thinking about about these types of things so if you want kids In my opinion, a woman should not work while she's pregnant. So you want a man who's very excited to make sure that you don't have to work while you're pregnant. You want to make sure that you don't have to work for at least six months after you give birth. That's the bare minimum after you give birth. So you need a man who can support you for at least a year and a half. So that's like the bare minimum, right? So if you want to get pregnant, you need a man who you don't have to work for a year and a half and you'll be totally fine. So you need to make sure that you're thinking about these things. Is this man someone that would make my life easier when I'm pregnant? Is this someone who is excited to provide for me while I'm pregnant? Is this man someone who I can rely on and who would never abuse his power of of providing for me when I'm pregnant? or when I give birth. You want to be thinking about these things. Do you want multiple children? Do you want, you know, whatever you want, you want to be thinking about these things and and creating your desires and your wants from this space. But it's very important for women to understand that pregnancy and childbirth can be a make or break experience based on the person that you procreate with. In my opinion, the person you procreate with is like the most important decision you'll ever make. So if you are not procreate with, sorry, I mean the life partner that you choose is the most important decision, but especially then if you procreate with them, that is like going to make or break your pregnancy experience. So if you have a man who is cheating on you during your pregnancy and is not excited to provide for you and makes you work during your pregnancy, you're probably going to be pretty miserable. If you have a man who is so excited to get you massages every week and so excited to cater to you and so excited to provide for you and wouldn't even think about making you go to work after you give birth, then then that's much better, right? Because then you can relax and you can be in your feminine and you can experience this massive shift in your life, which is literally giving birth to a new human and, and figuring out what your life looks like after that. You can actually take the time to experience that and to be in that fully without being stressed and allow your body to recover. Like, The fact that even in this world, we think that it's six weeks that women's bodies are like recovered after childbirth. I feel like it's like six months, like literally like we need to 
kill the like bounce back culture where it thinks that oh women just are gonna bounce back and no women aren't going to just bounce back and there shouldn't be any pressure to do that but it's because we're living in such a masculine a wounded masculine world we're being expected to just bounce back and go right back to work absolutely not absolutely not but because we're living in this type of society we need to make sure that we're considering these things and thinking about them and claiming what we really want and then choosing a partner who also has those shared values so like jeremiah one of his values is making sure that i if i were to be pregnant i never have to work while i'm pregnant he can make sure that he can provide for me fully and also once i give birth for at least six months that's like what we talked about and that works for me that you know aligns with my desire I enjoy working. I enjoy doing these little podcasts. I enjoy working on social media. I enjoy being a women's coach more than anything. Like I enjoy this. So I would want to go back to work because this is, I don't work because I have to. I work because I genuinely desire to do it. But um, if I wanted to go back to work I could and when I want to go back to work I can but I'm not forced to right so you want to make sure that you have a man who's excited to provide this type of environment for you and if you never want children and you are in a type of relationship with an absolutely amazing man and you guys find some other type of arrangement that works, I think I'm going to talk about this in a part two because there is an aspect where polarity is has been in the past really expressed through this like, oh, he makes the money and I cook and clean. And then that kind of creates our polarity. But beyond that, there's so much polarity beyond that. So something Jeremiah and I were talking about the other day is that women making their own money actually allows for more polarity, more feminine and masculine between women and men. But what happens is that men don't want to move past and some women don't want to move past these initiative, these very elementary stages of polarity, which is he makes the money and I cook and clean. And so therefore, they're scared to have women make their own money because it requires men to actually rise into a more embodied state so that they can create polarity on a more intimate and expanded and profound level. But when polarity is only being created through these very physical things, he does this, I do this, this creates polarity between us. And now we have a good relationship when that kind of gets taken away and a woman doesn't need a man to financially support her. And then there's more polarity that's and there's an opportunity for more polarity to arise because he's actually given the opportunity and she's given the opportunity to go into the actual spiritual experience of polarity so I'm gonna make that a part two but but yeah I'm gonna end this episode here but I love you guys so much and I will talk to you soon and thank you guys so much for tuning in every Saturday at 12 bye when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.